Welcome to the Profit Priority Podcast, where we empower creatives to grow their business, expand their profits, and maximize their personal time. I'm your host, Lorianne Kuntz, wife, mama, and lover of all things business. Here on Profit Priority, we talk about it all, from unveiling money management tips that will help you maximize your profits, to talking about time management ideas that will help you stay inspired to continue to create, and to help you protect and preserve your energy so you can be present in all areas of your life, whether it's business or it's personal. Profit isn't just about money, it's about way more than that. Welcome back to another episode. This episode is going to be all about sales tax for photographers. So if you're a photographer, make sure you are listening, share with your other photographers, because I see this issue coming up a lot. And now I work with a lot of photographers. I would say it's the majority of our clients right now. And a lot of times they will come to me and some of them know if they're supposed to be charging sales tax. Some of them don't know. Some of them are doing it properly. Some of them are not. It is a very complicated thing. Like, I'll just put it that way. It is not the easiest situation. So what is sales tax? Sales tax is something that you may or may not have to charge your client. It is something completely different than federal tax and state tax. It does vary by state, but it is something else aside from your typical income tax. It is based off of your sales. Now, you are not actually the one that is paying the sales tax. It is your client that is paying the sales tax. So think about whenever you go to order something online, go to the checkout page, and it says like sales tax or tax included at the bottom. That is sales tax. You as the customer has to pay the sales tax. And then what happens on the business owner side of things, so your side of things after you've received payment, you've collected the sales tax, you have a liability that you have to pay into your state and your county if you have county tax as well. So that is, you're kind of like the pass-through person. And if you are holding on to money that you're supposed to be remitting and paying into the state, then you're kind of doing something that's not supposed to be done. <laughs> um, and if you're not charging your client sales tax because you're the pastor person, then it comes back and hits you. And I have had clients come to me to where they have not been charging sales tax or doing sales tax properly. And they've had to pay years, like I'm serious, years of sales tax on behalf of their clients because obviously you can't go back and change the invoice or anything, but they have to pay that sales tax out of pocket. And that is not something that you want to have to do because you could be losing a lot of money that way because you're technically not supposed to be the one that's paying it. You're just a pass-through for your customer client. Now, the tricky part is that every single state is different. And so whenever we talk about sales tax for photographers, we have to really look into each and every state. And obviously, I'm not going to go through all 50 states because that would take a long time. I'm just going to give like a general outline and where you can find this information for you in your state. But it is something that we definitely look into whenever we bring on a new photography client because it is something that they need to know of and that me and my team are aware of as well so we can make sure everything runs smoothly. Now, what 
And where can we find this information? And should you be charging it? So again, when in doubt, look into your state's website. Like that's where the best information can come from. I will list a few resources, but I would be very careful on where you're finding your information for sales tax for photographers. I have had clients, like I said, came from having an accountant that doesn't know anything about photography services, that was not doing them, like not having her charge sales tax and it was not being done correctly and it was costing a lot of money. And then she ends up having to lose money because she wasn't doing it because her accountant didn't know anything about photography services. So this is why it's very important that if you're in this creative space, you find a bookkeeper, an accountant that understands your business and knows what you are doing and what you need to be doing. So there's two different ways to look at photography. Photography as a service, photography as products. So the state will look at your photography, like what you are doing. You go out to a wedding, you shoot the wedding, that is a service. You deliver the photos, that is a product. Whether it's a digital product or a physical product, they will sometimes claim that is a product. Now, here's where it gets tricky. Some states will charge you or will need you to charge your clients, technically, um, will want you to charge sales tax for the service, for the products, and basically everything that you do. So there is sales tax for everything. Other states will want you to charge sales tax on the actual physical product. And that's going to be pretty much every state. So if you're delivering an actual album, so you did a wedding, you have an album as part of the package, you have it listed out, here is the album, great. You have to charge sales tax because you're physically delivering a physical product. That is definitely going to be, have to be charged sales tax on. Other states will charge sales tax on digital downloadable pictures. And that is very difficult because then it's like, oh my goodness, is that like actually considered a digital product is that do we need to charge sales tax whatever so again like i said i'm i can't go into every single state my point in doing this episode is telling you that it is a serious issue and it's a serious thing that you need to look into and making sure that you are doing the correct thing for your state and staying up to it up to date with the changing laws and the changing things because states are always changing things around and making it complicated Hey, do you ever wonder if something can be classified as a business expense? What are business expenses? What are deductions? Well, I have something for you. It is my free business expense and deduction guide, and it walks you through exactly what they are, what tax write-offs are, what the IRS claims are allowed to be business expenses, as well as giving you a list of what I see common creative entrepreneurs use for tax deduction. So head over to www.lauriancoos.com slash deduct or click the link in the show notes to grab your free guide. Okay, now back to the episode. Another thing that I want you to be aware of, if you are a wedding photographer or any type of photographer that travels a lot, you need to keep track of your economic nexus. I don't think this applies for a lot of people, but if you are a very, very well-known photographer and traveling, to a lot of different states, this may apply to you. Nexus is basically when you have done enough work and sales inside of a state to trigger their threshold and their nexus. 
And every single state is different, but it's, I mean, here's some examples. $100,000 in the state of Kansas. Louisiana is $100,000 or 200 or more transactions. Uh, $500,000, $250,000. So you would have to be doing a lot of sales in one state to be triggering that nexus. But I do want to make sure that you are aware of that and make sure that you're staying up to date with that. Okay, so nexus is covered. And basically, ideally, you really would just want to focus on your state because that's probably where you're going to be doing services and like jobs and stuff inside of, unless you live on like the border and you do are or you are triggering that nexus threshold. So you'll have to want to keep those things, um, keep track of those things. The other thing that I want you to pay attention to is when you are invoicing, you may have to be very detailed on your breakdown, which I think you should be anyways, because you want to pay attention of what you're selling and what you're not selling. And you want to, on a bookkeeping standpoint and a like analytic standpoint, you want to keep track of stuff. But you might have to go into your Dubsado or HoneyBook and make sure things are set up properly because if the state is wanting you to invoice solely on digital products or solely on physical products, you need to make that as taxable, but not necessarily your service because you can go in and put sales tax to everything and it would include your services. And some states, you don't have to do that. So make sure that your settings and your invoicing, the way your invoicing is correct because you possibly might be charging your customers more sales tax than what they have to pay in. Another thing I want you to pay attention to is local rates. I know um, the last time I looked in Colorado, and I know there's some other states too, they not only have a state sales tax, but they also have a local sales tax. So if you are like in Colorado, you have to pay attention to the local tax as well. Because if you're traveling to different counties, that also plays an effect as well. So again, the point in all of this is not to overwhelm you or not to scare you because there's a lot in depth in knowing if you should. I'm going to give you a few resources. Obviously, your state's website. So for us, like Ohio Secretary of State's website, that's where a lot of our information comes from. If I ever want to know, like, we don't have tax on digital products. We don't have tax on professional services. So I know I'm in the clear, but that could always change. And I would find that information from our state's website. So if you're not sure, go to your state's website and look that up. Another good resource is Avalara. That is a, I mean, they, as a bigger company, they work for a lot of like products and e-commerce people, but they're all about, um, they work for e-commerce people, e-commerce and businesses they're solely like a sales tax company. So they focus on helping people and their companies with sales tax. So they will have a lot of resources. There's a ton of information on their blogs. Tax Jar is another one. There's definitely resources out there, but I would be very careful on reading other people's blogs that are not accountants or bookkeepers. I've seen some very well-known photographers make blogs on sales tax and they're only talking about their specific location. And so they're actually putting out false information because they're not playing an effect that every single state is a little bit different. When in doubt, look into your state, ask your accountant, ask a bookkeeper, figure it out for your state. Don't just go on like guessing because you don't ever want to just guess on this type of stuff. But I definitely encourage you to 
dive into it a little bit more because you don't want to be like my client who ended up having to pay a year's worth of sales tax. Actually, I have a different one I wasn't thinking about, but I have a different one that has to pay or had to pay three years of sales tax on behalf of their clients. So she had lost a lot of money there because she wasn't properly charging. And then, which is very interesting, I had another photographer that came in and onboarded with us and she was actually charging too much sales tax and paying in too much. That was interesting too. So Again, not to overwhelm you, there's a lot of things about sales tax. Make sure that you are working with a professional that knows the space, that understands the types of services that you are doing, and I'm sure you'll be in good hands. Obviously, we would love to work with you. We understand the photography space. We have a lot of photography clients and can help you with the sales tax if you are kind of pulling your hair out and like, I don't really know what to do, but I want to make sure I'm doing it right. We are here for you. So let me know if you have any questions. You can always reach out to us on the DM and we will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Profit Priority Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. This helps our podcast continue to grow and reach others just like you. As always, you can head over to lauriannkuntz.com to join our email list, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at lauriannkuntz.co. That's all for now. See you next week.